Hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome to another another session of the podcast, the Marbles on Stream Stream Podcast. Right? Yes, <laughs> Marbles on Stream. We'll we'll figure out a name someday. <laughs> it's building over time. We'll build it over time. Exactly. How's the uh, levels of the the dudes? We good? I think we're good. All right. Can you hear us out there? Do I have a clear connection? I think it's clear. Standard damage cannot be heard. They're really low. See? I knew there was an mm. issue. Check, check. One, two. How are we doing now? How's this? Is this better? Hello? Can you hear me now? Should be good. Okay, I think we're good. We're cranked. We're cranked. Volume is cranked. They're both fine a now. Louder, okay, cool. Jamie. That was on my end, guys. I, I can't crank it anymore for my end, Twitchit. If I do that, I'll you'll start to get distortion. My my mic Am is I maxed okay? out. So. Where's my sunglasses? Oh, they're off. Because I want to absorb the sun today. <laughs> um, okay. So today we are talking about copyright and the effects of implementing in your channel. So just to start off, we're not like giving you legal advice on what's copyrighted and what's not, what's determined. We're just talking about kind of like the implications of using copyrighted material within your your branding, within your, your stream, and some things that you could future-proof yourself uh, by following some steps and avoiding using The studio material. has just gained a sponsor. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Sorry Whoa. Oh. Alrighty. <laughs> um... So I guess, yeah, uh, you know, starting off, it's right. It's important to not use the, some, some material like that you might find cool or good looking or something that you like into your branding, definitely into your branding. Cause it'll, it can affect you going forward. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, that's, that's the thing I always think about or look at is, you know, you, you get to a point you know, is on your way to whatever you want to accomplish, you're going to put an awful lot of work into it. And I cannot stand the idea of putting a ton of work into something. I mentioned this during the class last night, putting a ton of work into something and then getting it to a certain level of success and then having to change everything that I am or change everything that the channel is because I have been using something that was copyrighted all this time and now... I can't use it anymore. I can't have branding. I can't have merch. I can't get any further because people that want to work with me are worried about the copyright issue, you know, things of, things of that nature. And that's that to me is like one of the my number one fears when it comes to using anything that's copyrighted. And it's why I've pretty much, like by this point, almost everything on my stream that was ever copyrighted material outside of the music I play on stream has been removed for the most part. There's very there's very few you alerts left that even have copyrighted material, things like that, because I just, I want everything tied into me at this point. I want it tied into the community. I want it to be all, all a part of that. But yeah, I, I could, I would hate the idea of again, growing a channel to any size and then having to change everything that I am because, again, we use something that was copyrighted. Right. Yeah, I think that has a, a big impact. I mean, a lot of people get started and they're like, oh, I don't know what to use, sub badges, all this stuff, right? And mm -hmm. and Twitch doesn't do the checks on you. Like, they're, they're not going to come in and say, oh, your sub badges are, you know, this, that, or the right. other, unless somebody complains mm -hmm. um, until that point. And then maybe you don't know or maybe you're not prepared for it and then something happens and then, you know, everything has to change. So it's, and also like all your merch and all this stuff that you can set up from the get go. If you use all your own designs and everything, then as you mm -hmm. grow and you start doing merch, you can then use your sub badges, use all the artwork you've created along the, along your path and use that into your merch and all your other branding and all that stuff across all mm -hmm. platforms. And I think that's, it's an oversight that I think a lot of people don't talk about. Yeah. of the impacts of like just making these small decisions where nobody's going to say, Hey, that's wrong, but it's going to impact you later and be like, Oh damn. Now yeah. I have to redo everything or whatever. 
Right, even if you're just like grabbing random stuff off of Google, you know, you never know what's gonna because it tells you if you look at different images on Google if it's copyrighted or not, or you know, and even just looking up non-copyright stuff. If you're if you're if you're clueless about what to do, <clears throat> you know, you can look up non-copyright stuff and get ideas for something. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. And uh, it is very expensive, and it can cost a lot of money to like build these images. But you can start very small, right? You can start. I've seen some channels do like a circle. Actually, standard, didn't you do like a, a marble at first? Your original images when you were playing the, marbles. The first, the first major like I guess you'd call it branding that I had was nothing but yes pictures of marbles I had taken off the internet, and at the time I was using software called Overstream and animating it. So everything was like marbles would roll in. Mm -hmm marbles would roll out and and I, like it was this i'm going back even before we had like the marble king theme right which was the first was the first time i hired somebody to do something for me but it um yeah it was all it was just basic marbles i mean that's that's where i started i kept it very 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 simple but the basis and, was cheap right to create it it was very cheap oh, yeah, for you super, right super cheap yeah right. super and, cheap and even my sub badges now i redid them myself because I was just like, I want it to be simple. And I was like, I could achieve simple by myself because I'm not a great artist or anything, right? I just, I have the ideas and, and try to implement them. So it was just a quick Photoshop design and, and yeah. they could easily be done in paint. It would take a little bit longer, but you could do it in paint, which is free on Windows. So yeah. just use the tools right. that are at your fingertips at the time. And of course, budgeting and expense is, is a challenge to overcome at the start, right? And I think that is why a lot of people lean into the stuff that's already done and look good which is copywritten stuff or trademark material. Yeah. You know, and that along of... the along the lines and I'm sorry Mike, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Just a, along the lines of expense, something I've been talking to a number of streamers that they're doing now is a lot of people can't afford to like get all of their emotes done at once. And and now that Twitch is opening up more opportunities for affiliates to add even more emotes in like with the bit badges and and all of this other craziness what they're doing is they're establishing very solid connections with a particular artist. And then as they have that extra 35 to $75 to commission somebody to do another emote for them or do another piece of artwork or maybe finally get that logo done or whatever the case may be, they're piecemealing it that way. So like say every time they get their Twitch payout mid month, all right, I'm going to budget in for another emote. And right. this time it's going to be this emote. And they're going to just keep adding it in. When I did the Laughing Marble, I commissioned the Laughing Marble, you know, but that was one emote, you know, that's so you don't have to like when you're starting to get an idea of who you are and what you want your content to be, and especially along the terms of originality, again, don't feel like you've got to take on the whole elephant at once you got to take bites out of it you know gra grab an emote here or um something else that i've seen some people do is they'll commission like a badge of some kind and then they get the artist permission they make sure they have the artist permission to modify it if they need to so they'll get one badge and then say for like bit levels they'll go into something like photoshop and then change the color colorization of the of the badges yeah no, yeah, that's, <laughs> and I was just, I was just uh, chiming in on uh, some text that was going on in the channel, um, that it's expensive. What, what price did you say standard that you 35 bucks 35. or whatever? Yeah. There, so the last, the last emote I did was 35. Yeah. So yeah, there's, they... there's different artists of all different types and you got to find the one that's in your budget range. And also you like the way they do things. Um, I pay a lot. I pay, I pay 150 upwards of 150 per emote. But I, I ask for some very specific stuff when I do it. I have them design large. I have them design at uh, 5,000 scale. And this is, and the reasoning is that I can take it and use it across any marketing material I want because it's now large, right? And if I want to put on a t-shirt, I have it large. A lot of emote designers will give you small. And then when you're looking to use it elsewhere, you're, you're scaling it up and you're getting that pixelation. When you get your artwork done, get it high res. Ask for high res. But I also ask for full co full commercial use. A lot of um, artists won't give you commercial use off the bat. You got to pay extra for that. So make sure you ask for that. That's another thing. If you don't have commercial use from an artist, then you can't use their stuff across all your marketing material, anything that's branded, all that stuff that's monetized. 
So yes, ask, 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 and talk about it. Yeah, it's whatever's best for you, and that's another thing that can evolve as well, you know? Because everyone's different. Everyone is going to fall in line with a different artist and different price range, like you said. <clears throat> so, Yeah, make sure along those lines, everybody, because I've seen... I, I've managed to keep very good connections with my artists, and, and I always make sure, of course, they're taken care of, but you want to make sure that you're very upfront with them right off the get-go. Be as specific as possible with them what you want and make sure you're clear with them where you intend to use that artwork. I've seen some very bitter battles take place between some very nice people because both sides weren't upfront about what was going to be allowed and what was not going to be allowed. And that is very, very, very critical that you make sure that, that everybody in the picture understands exactly what is happening again where that artwork is going to be used how it can be used like what pixel is talking about right there you he, he pays more because he's going for larger pictures and full use sometimes if you pay less for something and that agreement isn't reached ahead of time the artist is limiting they expect you to limit how much you use it yeah so a lot to think also, about when you never say what you guys said to an artist if they give you a price <laughs> just what? don't cross that line say wow that's way too much <laughs> if an artist gives you a price just don't do that it's like oh sorry okay that's i can't i can't go that high this is my budget or something like that <laughs> yeah i've i've been i've been really fortunate with my artists my a lot of my artists that i work with are people that I took right from my community. Like they were active viewers or they've become long-term friends that I've known since I got started on Twitch. Um, when I did the Marble King theme, <clears throat> the deal that I struck with him because I, I didn't have the money to pay an artist for all of the work he did. And he did some absolutely incredible work for me. So what we did instead, the deal I struck with him was that all of his materials that he gave me, we, we put on the merch and then he got 50% of any of the merch that we sold. Well, I didn't, it, by the time it was all said and done, we didn't make enough from the merch at that time. I didn't really understand merch as I do now. And um, so I ended up giving him 100% of anything that was made off of the merch. And I ended up tipping him on top of it because I felt like uh, Marcus didn't get enough money for all of the work that he put in. And he did all original hand-drawn digital artwork for me. So it was like, I wasn't gonna just let that sit. So a lot of times it depends on who you're working with too, you know, what what they'll allow. But again, it, a lot of it just boils down to being, you know, super upfront and making sure people understand, you know, what your intentions are, so. Is that true, Darcy? Cause uh, I mean, when I got, I, when I was affiliate, I got however many subs to unlock however many slots. And then when I became partner, all those slots were open. Now, that might be a different situation, but I just want to make sure that's. Yeah, I don't know if that's, that's true. I've that's... never heard of that. Because you reach a tier, then you just keep it. Right. You lost some slots back when I streamed more. Wow. Oh. I wonder if that's the affiliate only or if that's partner mm -hmm. as well. Like if you don't fill and, it, and then it drops down. You yeah, lose it. fill them slots up. If you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and Twitch, it actually, I just want to let you know, I saw your comment. That is actually not true. That is actually not true. As as I have as I have investigated and found out, once you've paid for it, you can use it for whatever you want to. Basically, if there's no written agreement. Because the assumption is, the legal assumption is that you have paid for that that item and it is yours to use as you see fit. If there is another written agreement in place, then it becomes a license. But otherwise, you are the actual owner of that artwork now. I actually reached out to a lawyer on that before I ever, because when I was working things out with, uh, again, I'm going to go back to Marcus here real quick. But when I reached out to Splenicus and was working things out with Splenicus, just to keep myself covered, I wanted to make sure that I understood the legal implications of what could happen. And it's 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 certainly true in my state. I believe it is true in others as well that it's not a license. You actually, if, if there's not a written agreement where it is a license, you own it. 
once you've paid for it. The assumption is, and you can use it wherever you want to. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, I guess it's like kind of like paying for a car and needing the, the title, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, you don't, don't own the car unless understand. you have the title. Yeah, I understand licensing too. That's different. That is different. But if it's just, and that's the way a lot of, that's the way a lot of interactions go on, you know, with Twitch and with with small creators, both artists and, you know, and content creators. It's it's a handshake deal. It's not anything written out in contracts and all that craziness. But you do if it's if it's a, a handshake deal like that, and you can prove that you paid them for it, and they've invoiced you for it. Yeah, it's it's very it's very cut and dry. It's very cut and dry. So it's interesting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> now, when I like this is I know this might not be right, but when I was first starting out, I I did copy a lot of like I stole a lot of stuff. Uh, it, well, also my artwork was very primitive. I did have just like circle badges with like different colors on them, and then I had like an orange splat, and that was like my thing. <laughs> um, but uh, now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I started talking about orange splats. No, um, I forget where I was going with that. <laughs> oh yeah, I stole a lot of stuff when I first started. Out. So like, yeah. so like when I was when I was when I was really small, I guess it might not have been as big of a deal, but it still mm. could have slapped me. And and I knew that in the future things were gonna have to change. Like I knew going into that, like I couldn't continue doing this if I was growing. Right. So, um, I mean, you know, it's not, I wouldn't say it's right to do early on, but like I said earlier, you can get, you can draw a lot of ideas from that type of stuff. Yeah. If you're conscious so. about it, I mean, that's the biggest thing is just, I mean, we're not telling you not to do it. Just be conscious of the decision and how it can impact right. your future. Right. And now yeah. you're, you know, you, all your stuff is yours and it's all your face. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's not copyrighted. Yeah. See you. Well, I worried about Nickelodeon early on. I was like, I'm doing all this orange splat stuff. Are they going to come at me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's a lot of it, too. But a lot of, you know, let's be honest, a lot of ideas come from of what you want to be come from other places. Right. And when you first get going, that's a lot of what you do is imitate. Yeah. You know, you you imitate it in so many different ways, right? You'll lim- you know, you imitate other streamers that you like. You You imitate other content that you've seen. You know, you, you do all these things, you grab all these different ideas from places, and then your ideas start to form. But like, you know, like Pixel just said, be conscious of it. And if you're conscious yeah. of it and you continue to evolve your content. Yeah. Yeah, that's th- then you'll be okay. But the, the problem that people run into is they hang on to the copyrighted material for way too long. And what will usually happen is it gets put in front of the wrong person. You know, we don't, again, when you're smaller, nobody, nobody really, I want to say nobody that is going to get you in trouble. I'm not going to say nobody notices, but nobody that gets you, it's going to get you in trouble notices. Right. It doesn't happen until these streamers start to get really big. And then somebody's like, what's that? <laughs> what is that? What, what, that, that looks familiar. Is that a Pikachu? What, what is there a Pikachu <laughs> doing in, on your branding or whatever the case may be? And that's when it becomes a becomes a major issue right i want what hedri says what point does it become your own artwork if you're taking something and modifying it that's a legal question i was actually literally just thinking this so we have a lawyer uh and he often does like talks and maybe we could bring him on one day to actually give proper advice on on these these questions like we can have a legal a legal podcast or something where people can ask those kinds of questions for the stream Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like that's that's a straight up legal question. At what point does it become your own? And I think I think it's like once you modify it to the true design, like from the true design, right? So you change it enough. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like you take Pikachu and then change a bunch of elements of him, and then you're good, mm-hmm. <laughs> or you're considered good, right? Mm. But it, it just matters on like also like. You know what goes on in your head, right? If you're if you're clear-headed and you don't care, that's one thing. But if you what actually care about Pika- these things, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say, what makes Pikachu Pikachu? Right. 
Is yeah. it the yellow? Is yeah. It... <laughs> the cute At face? At what point does it... It, does it, you know, th there's always a big legal question as to when something crosses over into what is technically fair use at that stage. Like when right. does it become copyright infringement versus when does it become fair use? And when is when is fair use truly fair use? And when is it just simply a legal defense? And that's something else that, that people will forget too. Like just because something is stated and, and I've I've seen this in legal dealings before some things are stated and, and people immediately think, well, that I'm good, but it might just be a defense that can be used and it's still up to a judge to determine whether or not a situation is, is like fair use, for example. So it's a, it's a gray area. It's a, it's a gray area. And you just have to make sure that the originality is there and you have to make sure that you don't just, you know, you're not just throwing all your hard work away again because you've been using something that's that's some that really that truly belongs to somebody else right it's a it's a gray area it's a, it is a bit of a gray area there absolutely right any questions in chat we're almost we're just about halfway through talk about music too oh music well music's kind of the same so there's a lot going on uh standard we i sent you that video earlier this week right where Devin yeah. ash was talking and there's a lot of talks about the people who are who are streaming youtube content as well as full tv shows and the possible future implication of what's going on um it, it's an interesting conversation if you guys have time to check out Devin nash he's on twitch but he's also on youtube you can check out uh, he's got good that, stuff the, what the video we're referencing it's his newest video um, I just think it's a very interesting conversation because it has future implications on like the way people are conducting their content and some people are frameworking their content around that. Like that's what they do. Like that's their thing. They watch shows mm -hmm. on Twitch, right? And I think that, I mean, just from that conversation, I think that has a huge danger and warning mm -hmm. if, if you're building your stream off of that. But not a lot of the Marvels community isn't really have that <laughs> have that problem. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 interesting because Twitch is going into that direction of growth, right? They're getting to that scale where people are starting to go, "Whoa, what's going on over there?" Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're they're starting, and we 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 forget that you know, it, it, it Twitch is still it Twitch is still an infant, tiny. It's it's still tiny. Like if you compare it to something like like YouTube, it's tiny still. Yeah, so even we, though it's, it's growing, so. Twitch Twitch is fourteen million unique uh, daily active users and. YouTube is 200 million on YouTube gaming alone, daily active yeah. users. Like it, the scale is completely different, right? Mm -hmm. And so like Twitch is starting to see the the impacts of, you know, when people are doing copywritten or not copywritten, like trademarked stuff and stuff from mm -hmm. YouTube and, and shows that are that have like media deals behind it that are like way above my pay grade that I don't even understand that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I, and what I find interesting about, like a lot of what Devin Nash talks about in that video, just to kind of give everybody in chat a, a clue on this, is, you know, they're talking a lot about reaction streamers. And what it's gone to is it used to be reaction streaming used to be predominantly streamers going on, watching YouTube videos and reacting to them. All right. Now, what a lot of people don't realize is even that is gray area because the content that they're watching, the content that they're streaming actually belongs to that YouTuber. And if you see, like there's a couple, I'm not gonna call anybody out, but there's a couple of reaction streamers I've watched in the past and they have their full web browser up and you can see the ad blocker is on in the corner, which means that now not only are they watching somebody else's content and streaming it through their content, but they're also that content creator doesn't stand any chance at all of getting any kind of income from what they're doing. So they're broadcasting it and robbing the individual of income because the ads can't run or don't run. All right, so there's so there's all of that, that going on. Now what it's progressed to, and I wasn't even aware until this week, actually until I saw the video that this was happening, these reaction streamers are watching half hour, hour long episodes with their community. 
of mm. of copyrighted material of TV shows and all that and reacting to it live on stream. Oh my God. That is like one phone call to the wrong person kind of stuff. And everything is about to collapse, both for the streamer and for Twitch. And that is, that is, that's heavy. Yeah. I don't know why that is becoming a thing or why that's becoming a trend. And it is more common than you would think. But oh my God. Like, and I can understand, I understand the temptation of reaction streaming because now the content you're creating is, is your reaction. Right. So for some, that's an easier path to go because you are not, hello, Arnold, because you are not, um, how do I want to put this? Because you're, you, you don't have to create like the, this original content. You can just sit there and laugh and be cute or do whatever it is that you want to do. And to some people in their, in their per perception, that's easier. And I'm just gonna sit there and, and do that all day. Or it's just unlimited you know? content, right? There's just always yeah. something to talk about. Like I mm -hmm. can see the attraction of it, right? You go hang out, you're watching a YouTube video with like your like your community, your friends, and you're just enjoying the time. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it's gonna. It's, I think it's gonna have a big impact soon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, we mm -hmm. are. We already have vods that get deleted, and and there are like situations where people are getting banned, but a lot of it's yeah. false right now because it's not real and claimed. Right, yeah. like that big one that just recently happened mm -hmm. that he was talking about in the video. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it, I think it's it's just something to be aware of and be cognizant of if you're showing YouTube videos on your channel. Just just be cognizant that you're showing somebody else's content, right? And mm -hmm. and it even walks into the thing of game creators, right? Like technically, a game creator could claim your stream, but that's it's bad business. Like obviously, yeah. we're not gonna oh, like. Yeah. I would never even think like that. I mean. I designed it for the streaming industry anyways, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's, no, it's crazy. Like just people aren't cognizant and it's because I, I think it's because the platforms aren't doing the, the work to teach the people using it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like on YouTube, if you go to the back end, like there's all those lessons and videos, right. That they, they push to you and say, Hey, are you looking to learn about this? We're talking yeah. about this this week or whatever. Right. And that Twitch doesn't really have that yet, but I, I think they should. <laughs> I mean, it's the oh, reason yeah. why we've started doing the podcast and you do your classes, right? It's because mm -hmm. we want to we want to help you guys succeed on marbles and succeed on Twitch, because mm -hmm. if you succeed, we all succeed. Like it's it's like a totally a team effort. Yeah. But everybody have to, yeah. has to do their own part. Right. We can't all just do it for you. Right. We can't like mm -hmm. you, you have to get into the dirt and do do the work. It sucks. It's like it's it's tough some days. Mm -hmm. but it's good yeah. it's good when you get over those humps right and you get through those tough times you, you come out on top you're like hell yeah i felt good yeah yeah there's yeah, nothing so like relaxing after a tough day <laughs> <laughs> it's like the standing this standing mission i've been on it's been mm -hmm. it, it's been really uplifting mentally i found and and like yeah. now that i'm into week three of it it's like i've almost gotten past the full physical part and it's just about feeling fulfilled at the end of your day and just being like hell yeah i pushed myself and i challenged myself on something even though it sounds as stupid as standing <laughs> yes. you add that layer of like just fulfilling yourself and doing something extra that you're trying to achieve over a long period of time mm -hmm. right oh, and, yeah. and that comes right back to your content right your your sub badges and all this stuff this is stuff that you don't need to like snap your fingers and have it all implemented you don't need to rush and, and just shove things into its place just to have it there. Like, let it grow over time, you know? I, I, I rushed to fill the, what's it called? The the bit badges, right? I just shoved the marbles in there. I thought of something quick, but I, like, I'm like, man, that was a waste. Like, I would rather have something really good in those spots and just have them blank for now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, when they, when they opened up the, uh, when they opened up the bit emotes, for us i've got i've now have seven more emotes that i need to create and fill in those spots and i'm not i still haven't put them in there yet i'm taking my time i've taken input from the community trying to figure out you know i i want to i want to do it right like you said i don't want to throw something in there just to throw it in there and you know it, it's and the thing is is that when you slow down enough like everybody like rushes to it you know and i'm i'm as guilty as anybody else is you know you want to rush in there oh cool i've got all these other slots and you know or people are going to think less of my channel if if 
channel A has these emotes, but I don't yet, you know, and all this good stuff. But I've learned if if you slow down enough to get that input, and this kind of falls along the lines of, of copyright and originality as well. Get some input from your community. Your community actually might have, especially when it comes to things like this, some absolutely fantastic ideas, number one. But number two, you know where their head is at. Like, what would they like to see? What what would they get the most enjoyment out of? And then it be and then again, it becomes a true community thing, and you can just kind of roll with it from there. They've they've tossed some ideas out to me that I think are absolutely hilarious, and where the emotes you get from a subscription are immediately right there. There are some emotes like where my thought process is with the bits. There are some emotes that would be really fun to bury in the bits and let people slowly unlock them over time. One of them, like right now, because I'm at affiliate level, so I'm limited in how many emote slots I have, I'm gonna bury some of the fun ones in there. You know, like, like you know, and I don't mind shouting it out because I've talked about it on stream already, like the Craigasm emote. The Craigasm emote's gonna make a return. I'm gonna bury one of those in there. Kappa might get buried in there too. So just as, you know, just as, thank yous as they get there but you know again don't grab don't necessarily rush to it or try to grab something that's copyrighted talk to your community and see what they'd like to see and you can get a lot of great ideas from that and and that also avoids the copyright issue that you can come up with things that are original that are unique to your channel hell yeah yeah you can involve your community just to like pick everything right mm -hmm. it's like <laughs> well deadpool and deadpool just made a great go. idea too or just dropped a great idea and chase it. The coolest thing is to run a contest for your community to create one. That's what, well, Spoo does the choice, right? Right. Like every week he does the uh, Spooble and the winner gets to pick this week's emote. Yep. Which is awesome. It's like evolving, yep. right? It's not as far yeah. as like designing it, right? Right. But that's a possibility too, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah there's, or... a, there's a talk about yeah, what's the? I think there was a conversation about what's the difference of like showing it to like watching a video in your living room as opposed like where do you draw the line? And that's exactly it. Mm -hmm. So like, and then and then um, I think it was JoJo said she shows videos in her classroom. So that's edu educational, and I believe that falls under fair use if it's educational. If you're like reporting on it, then you can then then you're okay, and and you're not intending to make money off of it. Like you're not. Like Jojo, you're informing people with those videos, right? So like it's educational. But yeah, you can look into fair use for your areas and make sure that you're following the laws. But yeah, that that's that, that's exactly the case. That's that's a true case of what fair use is for. Is like so that you can just use it for educational purposes or report on it and inform people of what's kind of like, hey, this is what I found. This is some information, and this is what I've what I've come come to the decision off of based off of that information yeah mm. <laughs> we got deadpool well hey that's his yeah. own that's his, <laughs> that's his own world and he's got to make his own decisions and i'm sure he's he's made the decisions to check legal and whatever he needs to do but i mean mm. that right. might be a that's good topic he's gonna, he's gonna that's something he's gonna have to be thinking about for the future if he grows so yeah, I mean Deadpool. Like, I mean, if you want to chime in, if you have any information, dude, like that you've talked about with legal or anything like that, of like any information that you can share, because that's what literally what we're talking about, is uh, it's like copyright stuff and and you and building that into your channel and how to, you know, how to strategize over that over a long period of time. Mm -hmm. The owner wants it, and some some psychotic. <laughs> Yeah, and that's something you have to be aware of too. Like, if you are copywriting a certain thing, like, what are, what are those reactions of the companies? You know, because some people are a lot more psychotic than others. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, they want to like really protect their brand and their. Some might work with you, and some are going to be like, "Hell no!" So. Well, that's what Nin Nintendo has a big reputation of that, right? Really protecting their their IP and their brand. Mm. And they even went as far as like I think in the past they even. DMCA'd some streamers when they were playing their games because wow. they didn't want that going on. Yeah. Yeah. I was, when all that stuff was going down, I was on YouTube and the YouTubers had pretty much banded together and said, fine, we just won't run your content because they were trying to, 
you Nintendo got really Boy crazy God. with it, you know, and, and the short the short version of that story, because it, it gets it actually gets really in depth. I could spend a half an hour on Nintendo alone, but what happened was they were just copyright first they were copyright striking, all right, which was which is really bad on YouTube. And then they backed it down and then they're like, Okay, we're gonna copyright claim it, which means that they take all of the money from your video and it goes to them. Then they then they moved into a system where they had what they called the Nintendo Creators Program, where you had to sign in through them. You didn't know really how much money you made off of that video. They just took all of it and then they gave you a portion and they didn't specify what portion they were going to give you. And hmm. what happened was they did, Nintendo did so much goofing around with it where everybody else was going, you know what, go ahead, play our games, advertise it for us, that's great. And everybody just said, fine, we won't run Nintendo games. Unless there, Nintendo had, what Nintendo actually had a whitelist where they would allow certain streamers to play it because it fit within their very particular guidelines. And, you know, I understand that Nintendo in particular has a, a certain reputation they want to uphold and and they've always they've always clung to that very heavily but again what that the, I think the moral of that whole story is ultimately if a content creator um, wants to run something but the owner of that particular item whether it's a game whether it's music or whatever wants to come down hard on something, you have to play by their rules because it is still their creation. They still own it both, you know, both figuratively and literally and legally, you know, it's, it's, they, they, they own it. It's theirs. So if they tell you, sorry, you can't run that on your stream or sorry, you can't run that on your videos. Well, then you just can't do that. It's, it's just that simple. And you have to go figure out something else to do at that point. Yeah. Yeah. See, mm -hmm. it's an interesting topic. There's so much like, confusion about it oh, it's when yeah. you're making money off of it that's the problem like if you mm. just break it right down to its core are you making money off it is there a potential of you making money off of it if that's mm. the case don't use somebody else's material in that monetized content period yeah whether yeah. it's playing it out of your car window and you're asking people to buy tickets whether you be on a subway and you're playing like somebody else's stuff right and, and like just yeah. play, the click and play i'm not talking about like guitar i don't know how that works even like if you like you know like right. cover songs like how does that work i don't even know mm -hmm. yeah there was there was a potential because it is still there yeah their original work i'm trying to remember and, and mike i don't want to claim to be an expert here because i'm not um i know there was a big row on youtube with that as well with the cover music and all that that people were singing and i i don't know if they had to obtain rights or if they finally determined that doing cover songs or cover versions or modifying it was okay in the content creator space. I honestly don't remember what the details were. I know there were a number, all I remember is that there were a number of artists that were affected by it for a while. It became a really, really, really big deal, but I don't remember how it finally sorted itself all out. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, that always goes back to, and, and it's, <laughs> that's why we have we, we've got a family friend that's an attorney and, and when things get really heavy I don't bother him much but when it comes to certain things like the artwork for example I will reach out and get the specific details yeah know, it's always say, best to legally inform yourself yeah You're, yeah and like, say, you know what, what can I do what I can't you know you, you really like everybody's got to really remember you are playing like People think streaming is like, oh, just click it on. Wee, right? Mm -hmm. but like, you have to think this stuff out. Like, yeah. you are playing in a public space. Do you know what happens when you go live? Everybody can come in and look at your stuff. Anyone whether, in the world. Anyone in the world, right? Yeah. So remember that. And and anybody can drop in at any time and say hello or whatever and then, and then judge you. And, yeah, you might think it's going to be wee, but that's when a lot of people we see, you know, definitely in the past two years that I've been doing this, I've seen a lot of people come and go and get mentally distraught and let things really eat away at them because you don't realize the impact. And I went through this as well of how many people come through your channel and, and say hello and, and just engage with you. And it might be negative. I mean, it might be positive. And just having this like whirlwind of human thoughts coming through your channel is is a mm -hmm. lot. And if you don't think this through, just streaming as a whole, you can really be in for a wild ride. 
And it could be good, it could be bad. It just matters how you are mm-hmm. as a person. But you got to be prepared for these things. And yeah. that's another thing that we like to talk about. Spoo's been doing this for a long time, Standard as well. And it's like you watch the trends and you can see, like once you start doing this for a long time, you just see what people are doing. And you see people come and go and you see when they rise, you see when they fall. And, and it's usually up here. It's almost yeah. always up there. And it's like, it sucks. And you try to reach out and you try to say, hey, like, you're doing amazing. Like, keep going. Like, don't let, don't let the naysayers affect you. Don't let people come into your channel and just bring you down to their level. You're doing your mm-hmm. thing. Have fun with it. But if you're not yeah. able to have fun with it, you got to pull back. Yep. If you're not having fun, there's an issue going on. And yeah, you got to get out. Yeah, yeah you're going to, a lot of that, and a lot of that still stems from people thinking that, they're going to get into this for the paycheck and it, it it's not, it, it goes so far beyond that. It goes so far beyond that. Like people think that they hit a certain level and they're going to have certain, you know, they're going to have certain financials in place and, you know, they're, they're going to be this massive influencer and, you know, everybody looks to like the really, really, really big names. You know, they look to the Markipliers and the ninjas and the shrouds and the Tim, the Tatmans and, you know, all that. Right. And they look to all these these big names and they don't understand not just how much work, but how much time it takes to get there. Right. You know, it, it it's streaming at two years. You are not, I can guarantee you, you're not going to have the same, the influence that you think you're going to have. Like a lot of these, these guys have been at this for five years, 10 years now. Dr. Disrespect has been in the, all over the industry. He isn't just, he didn't just start as a streamer. He's done yeah. all kinds. He was of big before streaming, <laughs> you know, and that's just it. It doesn't. It, it, it's not going to just instantly drop in your in your lap. It's a lot of work, and you have to decide again. You have to be a good businessman to a point. You have to decide what you want to be, how you're going to get there, and are you willing to make the sacrifices along the way? We talked about this in my class last night too. It's not just about all of that other stuff I just talked about. You have to decide whatever path you're going to walk, how many sacrifices you're going to be willing to make along the way too, yeah. in order to be successful. You know, there's, there's just so much to it. And, and we just can't stress that enough. How many times can you take it across the chin and get back up and turn the camera back on yeah. and get right back to it again? It's, it's so critical. It's so critical. Yeah. Because like, if you, if you're on, let's say you're on a path and, and you feel like you're getting close to partner and you start applying, right? And you can get that denial. And I've mm. seen this happen so many times. You get that first denial and it then your next stream is bad. Like, because yeah. it, you've let it eat away at your mind and you let it enter there and pull you down. You got, what you really need to do is assess what, what that goal means to you mm. and why getting it as opposed to not getting it impacts your path on this platform or on any platform in in what you're doing like does that micro change change your whole goal like change all your goals like if you're if you're on the platform to entertain and grow a community what does it matter whether you have a check or not right And, and and what does it matter to your community if you have or not other than the status you're there for everybody, right? You're there for your community. And it's important to keep your head on straight when you're trying to achieve these goals because it's not going to just come from partner. If you broke down partner and broke it down to other other like partnerships, it's the same thing. You're trying to work with a company, mm-hmm. right? And you need to think about it that way. And while you're on that path, whether you're able to work with that company or not directly, you need to find a way to keep going on that path and not let it eat away at your mind because it's going to affect your content. And I can show you Twitch tracker stats of many people where you see the upswing and then you see the point of change and then you see the downfall and you know exactly what happened at that point. And yep. you just, you just got to be, you just got to continue pushing forward if that's something that you want to do and achieve. Mm-hmm. And that's the ultimate goal here is like, you need to want to achieve the, achieve these things along your path, but you can't let it bring Sometime. you down or affect your path. An example, I, because this is kind of like something that's happened to me before. So, you know, 
I, I think you should watch big streamers. If you're a streamer yourself, you can learn a lot from watching big stream all size streamers. You can want to watch all size streamers, but um you see streamer like if you're watching a streamer and it's pumping you up and you're like, Man, yeah, I wanna go out, I wanna be creative, I wanna go stream, I wanna do that, that's a good feeling to have. But if you're watching a, a streamer and you're getting jealous and you're getting angry, then it's like you gotta look within yourself and be like, Why am I thinking like this? Why am I angry and jealous? Because because you want maybe you want that. And so you need to like flip that attitude around and be like, Yeah, I want that and then what can mm-hmm. I do to get that type of an attitude? Not just continuously bringing yourself down and i've been in that position too where i've watched streamers i'm like man am i ever going to be able to do that can i do that and then i'd start getting down on myself um but then like really turning that around and being like you know what they kick ass i want to kick ass i'm gonna kick ass yeah (laughs) it's just it's that mental attitude it's really sometimes it's hard it's hard to it's it's turning jealousy into fuel like we talked about before right yeah yeah yeah, you've got it. You have to take that attitude with it. Like, you know, and again, you need to know yourself. So if you're watching and, and jealousy isn't always necessarily a bad thing. Again, you can use it to fuel, but you need to understand within yourself and for everybody, it's a little bit different. But if you're getting jealous over something that somebody else has that you don't, that to me was always the indicator that there was something missing in my content that I wasn't happy with. So then I would start to analyze what I was watching right at that moment and try to figure out what they had that I didn't and what did I need to bring back to my content to make it better. And I have improved my stream so many times doing stuff like that. It's like, oh man, I wish I was doing that. Where'd he come up with that? Man, that is awesome. And Mm -hmm. then you figure out like, again, you have to, you do have to twist it a little. Like if you bring an idea back to your content you have to make sure it might be the greatest idea in the world, but it might not be the greatest idea for you or your community or both. So you have to decide how you're going to build that in. There's a number of good ideas I've seen implemented that would never work on my stream, you know, and, 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 you know, that's, that is true for just about everybody. So while you're getting jealous and you're trying to figure these things out, take a look at it because their crowd might not be your crowd. You know, you have to, while you're looking at somebody else's, I love that image uh, pixel that you posted in the Discord where, you know, the, the the one person is, or the duck is looking over at all the other ducks that the other duck has and they're yeah. jealous. And the meantime, in the meantime, their ducks are crying out for attention. Right. Like while you're busy looking at, at what somebody else has, you're not paying attention to what your community wants. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. a trap that you don't want to fall into either. You know, it's it's not like I'm going to take a week off and completely redo my stream because I saw this streamer do X. Well, your community then's without you for a week. And even if it's two people. Yeah, they're still without you for a week. And, and I think mm-hmm. that has it's huge. It's huge mm-hmm. to just ignore. Right. But, yeah. you, know, you know, time off is also a thing that is good to build into as a structure, like a, a long term structure if you need it. Right. Yeah. Like standard. You have your oh, yeah. day off now. Right. Yeah, I still I still have my day off and um what I do is I take what I call creative days. So I'll take a day where it's nor and it's normally a streaming day or a couple of streaming days back to back so I can get a lot of work done in a chunk. And I'll let the community know ahead of time. It's like guys, I'm taking next week I'm taking Tuesday, Wednesday off. I have a major build out I need to do and I need to take the time to do it. I set Discord aside, I set most things aside so that I'm not interrupted and then just, but that's just it. Do it. If you're going to do that, do it and get it done. And then be back with your community immediately the next day and make sure you have something to show them that you, that you took that time and did something to truly improve your content. The last time, like the last time I took a major break, like I did, I think it was two or three days in a row I took, they came back to a completely new theme. I had the whole channel rethemed at that point, but it was just because I can get a lot done in a short period of time, but I needed that that time non-distracted to get it done. But that's just it. Like give them, if you're gonna do that, give them something to look at, give them something to listen to that show them that you actually got all this, you know, they got all this work done. I think a great strategy for things like that is get all the little prep work done and make sure you have everything ready to go so that you can do the big build out and then really surprise your community with something. And that's fun for everybody. Yeah. That's fun for everybody. So. Yeah. 
Agreed. So it's it's so important. It's like it, yeah. everything. Well, constant <laughs> work and preparation, I think, that definitely goes a long way. People see it. You know, mm-hmm. people see it and they're like, wow, this guy's really doing stuff for us, you know, and they appreciate that. And it's, it's good to be appreciated. It feels good, in my opinion, anyway. I'm sure you guys feel the same way. Most streamers do. That's why they like to do it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we appreciate the crowd and the crowd appreciates us. It's just a mutual, it's like any sort of event, you know, when you go to a, a live show, a music show, or you go to um, a musical. You can you can feed off the energy of the crowd and the crowd you know the the actors or whatever can feed off the energy of you. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. All right, we're we're just about eight minutes left. Does anybody have any last minute questions? I know the last time I asked, then we got into a conversation, but we can close off with some questions. If anything went unanswered, just at us, at me, mm-hmm. and then we can we can address it. Uh, but yeah, like that was, it's it's yeah, it's so important tried. to continue thinking about these things and like just. You know, and that's why we want to just keep talking about it is is it keeps the conversation fresh. And while it's fresh, it's like you're actively thinking, how can you know, how can I adjust to these this information if you need to? Yeah, like people might watch this and be like, you know what, I need to go. I need to go crank a crank an emote out or go work on some art, you know, something It should. It's these types of talks should motivate you to want to do something, I feel like. Yeah, actually, I got a point to this. A lot of events have been canceled, March Madness. Guys, if you're a streamer right now, oh, right yeah. now, freaking market your stuff oh, and yeah. tell people that you're streaming a lot yeah. because oh, yeah. right oh, now yeah. everybody's home. The world oh, is yeah. home. It's your opportunity to get loud. I'm, I, I, I was thinking about this yeah. earlier. Like, get loud. I'm live. I'm live. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Open I'm, your window. I'm telling you, man, everybody's it's home. It's streaming. It's on now. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and the U.S. is just starting to get hit. Right, so people are gonna start yeah. being home, right, and people are gonna be just chilling because they're shutting everything down. So just market, like put ten bucks, put a hundred bucks onto a, a Facebook ad. If you got an ex, some extra cash, just say people like get get out there, put your brand out there. Now is a big opportunity, a big mm-hmm. opportunity because people are home. Like you think Amazon's advertising toilet paper by accident? Yeah. No, yeah, that's not by accident. <laughs> they they're taking they're advantage doing. of a situation. So do it. You know, also, be if there you have for extra toilet paper. Put it online for triple the price. <laughs> put it on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were we were joking about because we before the whole toilet paper thing hit, we in, in our house we bought like a massive pack of it. We always do because you know you you never toilet paper never goes to waste, right? But we were joking about going out like if we want to make some extra cash, we'll just go sit out on the on the street curb and advertise toilet paper for thirty bucks yeah. a roll, you know, or something. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. It's really funny, Doctor Prince. That's not uh, you get more views or shoutouts. Don't don't look for that. Look for build, build it yourself. You know, get loud on socials. Like there's so many places to start talking mm-hmm. and and share people what you like what you want to do. Yeah, and like what yeah, where what what you're doing on your channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something something that I, I've seen popping up again recently, and I don't know if the two of you have seen it, but I've seen it in my channel now a couple times, is people jumping into channels, following, and then shouting out their stream in the chat. Yeah. Mm. And and I'm going to tell, if there happens to be anybody out there that's listening that, that thinks that that's a great idea or that that works in any way, it doesn't. Mm. Even if the streamer misses it or their staff misses it and they let your advertisement roll through, chat moves so quick in a lot of bigger channels that you're it 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 it, it nobody's gonna go well, leave that's the, the stream they're watching to come check you too. out. Yeah. Well it's not even yeah, it's not even that that it's gonna get missed. Is it if it bad. is noticed, most people mm. are gonna come over with hate. Yeah. You're, you're creating a, a hateful environment, right? Because you're mm. you're bringing in people who are at a channel who were enjoying themselves or not enjoying themselves. It doesn't matter. And, and then they're like, oh, you know, oh, like I'm coming over to you. So you're either pulling people who didn't like that content. So you're coming, you're bringing in people who like are coming from a hateful spite or you're bringing in the people who were having fun and they're coming in to chime in like, on what you, you just that? did. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, It's just bad yeah. practice. It's like going it's... into a Walmart and being like, yeah, go over to Costco. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's is <laughs> like the fast food chains, you know something. And people like that. are like, "Bro, I'm shot. Like I'm I'm buying I'm buying some toilet paper from here." Costco doesn't even have toilet paper. 
But yeah, it's uh, it's just, so true though. It's just like look think it's of the, the people you're marketing form to. Of advertising. Yeah. People also see that you're not it goes back to people seeing you're not trying at all. You're not putting any work in. So yeah. like why yeah. are they gonna respect a, you for that? Why are they gonna appreciate you? An actual interesting conversation about this is even when they marketed Ninja's stream on Twitch to, on other people's streams, you remember that? There was yeah. a lot of hate towards that. Yeah. And that's because yeah. of the framework of Twitch. Like, I feel like Twitch should have realized this and said, people don't like people advertising in other people's channels, so maybe we shouldn't advertise Ninja on other no, people's we'll channels. The number one <laughs> yeah. guy on Twitch. Yeah. For Ninja's channel on my channel, if I go if I go to run an ad on my channel, right. it's like, yeah. Yeah. Now I also see the positive side of it is that like you're you're marketing a, a massive event to all of Twitch and like welcoming everybody to be a part of it. So like you could see both sides, but if you know the the community of Twitch, you know that everybody hates advertising within channels unless it's allowed by the the content creator. Mm -hmm. So just be aware of these things and be aware of the 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 attraction that you're going to bring to your channel by make taking actions of this uh, like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a one of my my solutions to all that i have so many and and you have to keep this in mind too i want to go to the other side of the coin on this real quick since this topic came up you have to remember that a lot of your community especially as your channels continue to grow and this is there, there's no exceptions here all right a lot of your community are streamers themselves both hobby streamers and those that are really hoping to make it big so old school thinking on twitch was don't talk about the fact you stream. Don't ever talk about your stream in my channel. Don't, you know, like there were all these don'ts, all right? New school is advertising or what is called stream sniping. And stream sniping is when somebody comes into your channel and says, well, I'm off to go start streaming. I'll see you later. Like that That shouldn't go on, all right? All right. That's, that's like, it's still considered a form of advertisement. However, as a content creator, I cannot recommend this highly enough. Do not discourage people from talking about the fact that they stream. That was part of what led me into doing the teaching that I'm doing now was I realized how many people in my channel stream themselves. And a lot of times the community you have, you have a good number of streamers in there with you. Let them talk about the fact that they stream, talk about streamer issues. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. And trust me, I speak from experience, you are not gonna lose any kind of viewership because of it. You're only going to make more friends right. as a result. It's kind of like help, you know, it's helping people. It's teaching yeah. people. They're going to respect you for that. And I think a lot of respectful streamers out there know it's like taboo to talk about streaming in someone else's channel. So they, mm -hmm. you know, they tread the water before diving in. And those aren't the people that are going to say, hey, come to my channel. I'm live now type of a thing. Yeah. But, you know, you yeah. want to let them know that it's okay. Like they're part of your, your crew. They're part of your community. It's okay to talk about things that we're all a part of like i stream if you guys stream we can talk about it if you're not some random new person just shouting out that you're live or you're going live or here's my channel then like any other conversations normally pretty fine with yeah. with mm -hmm. most streamers i would think new age streamers like you say yeah i think yeah, it's also a, like a a point of self-defense that a lot of people take is like they get started and then they don't want to be sending like their couple viewers away or like you know, like, and so like you get yeah, into a get protective, defensive. yeah, you get defensive mm -hmm. in your, like in your business practices as opposed to offensive. And I think offense is a better strategy for streaming is like, you, you just got to be a stronger streamer and build yourself up and, and just know that you're providing a place and that mm -hmm. it's, it's unique to others so that when somebody else does come in and say, Hey, come here, well, they go there and then it's like, well, it's different like it's a different experience right it's, yeah so people come back yeah. and it's like well i wanted that i wanted the standard experience i wanted the spoo experience mm -hmm. right and that and that's another thing about strengthening your brand and strength strengthening what you do is by being different not being that same thing on the screen that everybody when you scroll through the tab list it's just the same thing right and then yeah. something pops out like like how i found uh dandy right Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, she's a <laughs> it's great like example, I was just scrolling actually. through just chatting looking for something that stood out and boom I was like, whoa Right and and that's just a really good point of like your plur nights, right? Mm -hmm. When you do plur like that stands out across the marbles community because it's like you're glowing You got a face that's glowing. It's just like holy cow. What's right. going on in this channel? It, it doesn't look like the rest of those channels 
and it's yeah. e you can even talk about even if you can't do the plur stuff even if you just did the blacklight camera you elevate your stream higher than others by standing out right yeah because a lot of people play yeah. the game at a natural state but the kid but the mm -hmm. the cinecam can elevate the the looks yeah and make it yeah. stand out even just the twitch category which i think is really powerful and you just got to break down these little elements that can make you stand out it's one of my it's one of my favorite questions to get asked why is there a photosensitive seizure warning on your stream like <laughs> <laughs> it's like well you know it's but it, it really like you know again it's 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 that unique it's 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 how unique that content is it's like what makes it stand out people and it really all comes back to, we've talked about this a million times too, people come there for you and there's no reason for you to get defensive. The people that would actually leave your stream, like if somebody just bops into your stream and tries to advertise, those cha advertise your channel, the people that would leave your stream to go check something out like that seriously are probably not gonna be with you on the long term anyway. You know, regardless of the kind of person that they are, they're they're bored or they're not interested in what you're doing and they're willing to go check something else out because they're just not that engaged. And you're going to have an awful lot of people like that that come through your channel. You know, like you look at, like I was looking at my last stream, my average viewer for the entire stream was 100, but I had 900 different people come through the stream. Now, some of that are just people that'll come and hang out for a couple of hours and then they're done and they, they move on. But you gotta remember that out of all the people that you actually capture, so to speak, the people that really like your content and wanna stick with you, you're gonna have a lot of people that are just looking. They're just checking you out for the first time. They saw you on social media. They saw you in a, in a recommended channels list. They I had a whole bunch of people come in because I was in their recommended list. Not a lot of them stayed, but a few of them did. And that's really the results you should expect. The only time you should worry is if nobody stays Right. at that point. You know, then obviously you need to look at what you're doing and change that up a little bit. But you gotta understand that a lot of the people that come, come and look, I've had people spend entire streams with me once and I never see them again. And it's just because you don't click with them. A lot of it is personalities. You don't click with them or your content doesn't click with them. They, they, it just wasn't, it wasn't necessarily that you're doing anything wrong or doing anything bad. It's just simply that it wasn't their kind of content. And you've got to remember right. that. You've got yeah, to remember you, that. You can't like grasp viewers and be like, mm -hmm. stay with me forever. I'm, I've always encouraged people to go try to find that streamer that connected with them, you know, find that the golden streamer for you. And, you know, sometimes it's me, sometimes it's Pixel or Standard or whoever. Um, and it's like whoever you resonate with, just don't – just resonate with them. Just go yeah. hang with them, be with them. Um, yeah. And don't be afraid to explore other streamers as well and see if there's maybe somebody better that you might like. Yeah. And better yeah. might be not – you know, might not be the right word, but someone else that you connect with anyway yeah. on, a, on a higher level. It really comes down to, like, if you don't enjoy where you're hanging out, instead of thinking of ways to communicate that in chat saying, I don't like it here, go somewhere yeah. else and find somewhere yeah. where you do like and, and, and find the places that make That's you go, I love this place. That's mm -hmm. the worst. <laughs> no, no streamer wants to hear, oh, I don't like it here. I'm, yeah. I'm leaving. Just leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I, I, I remember one time in my in my early streaming, much earlier streaming, and I've, I've learned that, that how you say certain things is just as important as what you say. And I didn't mean it, to, I wasn't intending to be nasty, but I had somebody in my chat going, well, I don't like this content or, you know, why are you, why can't you do this instead or something like that? And it was one of those rare instances where it wasn't just somebody trolling, like they were actually like critiquing the stream. And I looked at the camera and went, well, you know where you can go. And I didn't mean it like that i was trying to say you know you can go like and i meant what i meant to truly say was there are other places you can go if you're not happy here you know is what right. i was trying to say but instead <laughs> i basically told them to to, to it, it was in completely inadvertent i basically told them to go to hell you know because they're <laughs> because they're dropping critiques at my stream and it was like oops so if I can help anybody out there learning from my mistakes, be careful with with what you say because well, yeah, that's stuff's gonna happen. You don't think uh, first. <laughs> sometimes some, you say something just, and it, it comes out the wrong way, and you're gonna mm -hmm. lose a viewer because of it. It's like, well, 
Eh, yep. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think the other lesson there too is that we talk about this a lot as well is, is just, you know, be forgiving of yourself because you're going to make, when you're talking for seven hours straight, eight hours straight, if you're running long streams, you're going to screw up all the time. Like, and, and make, and make jokes out of it. And don't be afraid. You don't, have, don't backpedal for five minutes. Like, don't be afraid to correct yourself either. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Right. That wasn't how I meant it. I meant yeah, don't hang there on are to other places you can go to, you know, if you're not happy here, that kind of thing. It's so. hard not to like hang on to things like that, but the show must go on. The flow's yeah. got to keep going. If you stop and talk about it for five to 10 minutes, which, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of too. Sometimes something will irk me and I'll go on a rant about it. Yeah. You know, I don't, sometimes that helps and sometimes it hurts. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's something else along those lines too. Uh, Spoo, I don't know if you've ever come across this or not. This is this is my big problem that I've identified, and now I'm starting to get rid of it. You know, like like something goes wrong in the channel, and you let it heavily distract you. And mm -hmm. instead of interacting with the camera anymore, or talking with your community anymore, you're now all of a sudden you're like doing all this back end work. It's like, excuse me, guys, hang on. Right. You're sitting there. It's like, don't do that. Even though don't it might, not, it, yeah, it might. It's probably not necessary in that moment, right? You could fix mm -hmm. it later or whatever, but like because it's on the mind, you want to dive in right then and there, and that's not yeah. always the best choice. I it's do like, that. Great. The next four hours are ruined on my stream now because now the stream right. button won't work, you know, or no. whatever. It's... Swallow your pride and just keep keep kicking ass. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, on that note, everybody, we're going to call it uh, another good stream, another mm -hmm. good uh, podcast, guys. Uh, yeah, thanks th for coming out, guys. Thanks for coming out a lot. Um, so, yeah, we do this every Friday if you're new here. Uh, from 10 a.m. Eastern to 11 a.m., uh, myself, Standard, and Spoo, whoever's available. Uh, we just dive into stream topics. If it goes into marbles, that's cool. We just kind of just chat and, and keep you guys informed with what we're thinking. And we just share our thoughts on different different stream things. Uh, so feel and, free to um, drop a follow and get involved with the conversation. We have a Discord. Spoo has a Discord. Standard has a Discord. Uh, Standard and Spoo are also the community cool manager of the marbles. And just get involved in the places that you enjoy. Yeah. And thanks for coming in. Oh, we'll see you guys in just under an hour for Community Day, racing marbles for prizes. And Standard will continue on from 4 p.m. And that's a Plur one, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Our streams now are, are Plur streams. We might be doing, um, everybody, just to let you know, because I know Plur is a, is a big deal for a lot of you, I might be doing some temporary modifications to Plur while I rebuild out a new, completely new system for it. But I will let you guys know more as I make more decisions. But yeah, it's 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 standard plur today, guys. Blacklight, whole nine yards, so. Correct me if I'm wrong too, guys. All of our DMs are open for any sorts of questions on the podcast and any sort of help and whatnot. Feel free absolutely. to reach out to any of us. Uh, we'll Discord, Twitter is open for me, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Discord, yep. Twitter, Twitter is open for me as well, yep. Yep. Anything, any questions that you guys have, you know, throw them at us. We get a little buried sometimes. I know I get, mine gets, can get heavily buried at times, but I will eventually get to all of them. You know, I think my turnaround time right now is two to three days. <laughs> 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 it depends on whether or not I open my discord and I have two, two DMS or I've got 60, which does happen from time to time. So, right. um, but yeah, please don't hesitate to throw questions our way on the podcast and all that. And, and, uh, yeah, anything we can do to help you all out. That is the whole idea. That's why we're doing all this. And that's why we're doing it so consistently, uh, with a lot of stability is because we want to make sure that you guys have every opportunity to grow. And those of you that are willing to seize the opportunity, please do so. Yeah. We please want you to so. win. We, we want you to win. However you want to win. What helps you helps us helps us helps you yeah. mm -hmm. help me help you help us help you <laughs> help you help yep. us. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a good one. And if you're coming for community day, we'll see you in about an hour. Take All care, right, everybody. See you soon.